0: To begin. Are you to begin. I just I'm, bored. I'm gonna start. What plaything can you offer me today? Here's the deal. Just give me the facts. Just the facts. Only the facts. Breathe. Focus. Keep it simple. No, 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 no doubt, no doubt. Okay, welcome.
1: To Cock and bowl minute. A Tristram Shandy Story. A podcast in which, eventually, ostensibly, at some point. We will be talking about the 2005 film, Tristram Shandy, A Cock and Bull Story, one minute at a time. Good lord, what is this story all about? Cock and a Bull Story. Here's your host, me, Robert Black. Just me today, I was going to have a guest, but I wasn't sure when I was going to record this episode. So, it's just going to be me and I'm going to try to be quick. It's sort of a little Oscar preview, Oscar predictions, Oscar picks, Maybe. Not that that has anything to do with the movie. I mean, Tristram Shandy was up for several BAFTAs, and as I'm recording this, the BAFTAs are tomorrow for this year. But it was actually nominated for British Independent Film, Supporting Actor-Actress Rob Brydon, Best Director Michael Winterbottom, Best Screenplay Martin Hardy, and Technical Achievement for Editing Peter Christellus. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Good editing. Uh, it also was nominated for... The Alexander Korda Award for Best British Film. It didn't win any of these, of course. And I'm not going to talk about it today, so I guess it didn't win anything with me today, either. I want to talk about the Best Picture nominees. Maybe. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman, Parasite, 1917, Marriage Story, Jojo, Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and Ford v. Ferrari. Seen all these, of course. Uh, The point of recording this, I have seen almost all of the nominees, including all the short films for the Oscars, which are a week from now. If you're listening to this episode when it goes up, they are this Sunday, February 9th, 2020. Uh, Leaders Right Now, 1917, has won a few major awards from, what, Producers Guild, Directors Guild, I believe, and Parasite won Golden Globe, and won the Ensemble Category for Acting at the SAG Awards, right? Let me double-check that. Make sure I'm not lying to you about these things. 1917 won the Golden Globe, I apologize for that one, but so did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because they have two different categories there for drama and comedy. So did the Tarantino movie a comedy, which I think is completely wrong. But then you get to my top movies from last year, which were in no particular order. I had 20, I'll say 23, but it's a list of 24 movies, I'll explain as I go. I Lost My Body, in 1917, Uncut Gems, Hidden Life, Jojo Rabbit, Booksmart, Western Stars, Marriage Story, Us, Wild Rose, Ada Astra, Parasite, Toy Story 4, Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, Blinded by the Light, The Last Black Man in San Francisco, Monos, which I think technically is from the previous year. as was a foreign film, so it's I couldn't remember. Judy, I Am Mother, Tolkien, Paddleton, Rocket Man, Avengers Endgame, and Shazam. Is Shazam one of my favorite movies I ever know? Was it even necessarily one of the best movies of last year? I don't know. But when I was making my list, I'm like, there's nothing really wrong with that movie. I should include it. And then you get into how I put together the list like this, not just how I'm going to pick what I think should win Best Picture or what I think will win. Will win, I think, is going to come down to either Parasite 1917 or possibly an upset with uh, Joker or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I hope not because I am on record on this show and other shows as not liking either of those movies. Not that I think they are badly put together. I think they're both really well made. They just have significant issues. Then I was thinking about my favorite movies. And I know there are things missing from the list that is about to happen. Because then I was looking back, I used to make... A, I had Word files of like top... tried to make a top 100 at one point. That didn't work out very well. I think it, it had a 105. It was pretty close for me, actually. And then I narrowed that down, and I had a top 86, and a top 69, a top 49. Eventually getting down to a top 25. There's certain movies that always show up in my top lists. Generally, if someone asks me my favorite movies, I will usually narrow it down to a couple. And I have an official favorite movie just because I talk about movies enough that a lot of people do ask me what my favorite is. So I say it is *Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind*. But when you actually try to make make a list, and I know there are things missing from this because there are so many recent movies that aren't on this list that probably should be on this list, but this is looking at an old top list that I had, and a couple movies that were obvious and stuck sticking out. So this is in no particular order. However, things near the top of the list are things I thought of faster, sooner. So maybe they should be near the top. What I should do is do a uh, actual breakdown where I try to come up with a top 100 and do it properly. Like, uh, oh, what's his name? The guy at Dice Tower on YouTube. His name is Tom Vassell. He does a thing where he puts... He does, it's board games, he's doing tabletop games, and he will take three by five cards and put one with each car, each game of his top, um, he actually rates games online, so he can easily get a list of like a thousand. So then he's taken basically, a th- I think he starts with a thousand, three by five cards with games, and then he'll take, is this one better than this one, is this one better than this one, and just put two up against each other, up against each other, and over and over and over and over. Until he has a top 100. Apparently it's called a bubble squirt algorithm, this process. And here's Tom Vassell explaining his process in his 2010 edition of his top 100.
0: So when it's time to get put together my top 100 list, like I said, I go through my whole game collection and I look at all the different games that I might take and I write down anything that I might be interested in and then I put write these names on cards. Then I'm going to kind of sort out the good from the bad. Now, really what I'm doing here is I'm sorting out the best from the good. Because at this point in time, I like all these games. And I like them all a lot. You know, uh, I've heard people say before, oh, you only have, that game didn't make your top 100. Yeah, but out of 2,000 games, making my top 100 is a pretty big deal. Making my top four, or 500 are games that I enjoy. That's one out of four games. But we're talking about one out of every 20 games I've played makes the top 100. But anyway, so I take the names and I write them all down. And the pile's much, much higher than this. But at its basic thing, what I'll do is I'll take two cards. For example, Vikings and Queen's Necklace. And I'll say, which one of these do I like better? Uh, Vikings. I put Vikings on one pile and Queen's Necklace on the next. And I'll say Giants and Sports Click. Uh, I guess Giants. And I'll put Sports Click on this pile. And then Bootlegger and Scepter of Zavendor. And, oh, easy. Bootleggers. And then once I'm done with that... I will often take this loser pile, and then I'll go through them, and all the winners go back up on the winner pile. Then I'll take the winner pile, do them, and put all the losers in the loser pile. And I'll keep shuffling around time and time and time again until I have a pile that I'm pretty sure is all better than this pile. then that pile is gone. And then I keep doing the same thing till I get down to 100 games. Once I'm at 100 games, I then, and this is a variation of what I did last year, is I take a game and I say, okay, I like this game a lot. And Giants, does it come behind bootleggers or in front of it? Oh, behind. And Vikings, oh, that's worse than bootleggers, but better than Giants. And I'll keep doing that till I have them all sorted out.
1: Which is time-consuming, tedious, I'm sure, but really interesting. Plus, there's a whole problem, speaking of the Oscars, is how do you rate these things? How do you weigh Little Women versus Joker? How do you weigh Missing Link versus Toy Story 4? How to Train Your Dragon in the Hidden World? Klaus- Seems like it's a front runner right now for Best Animated Feature. My favorite was I Lost My Body. But Toy Story 4 also has a shot, obviously. I don't think Missing Link is as good as Kubo on the Two Strings, but Like is doing a pretty good job with her animated films. And apparently they do a good job of promoting them. Getting screeners out to various academy members and union members. So who knows? Um, my official predictions will be up on my predictions... Of winners, not uh, my picks. I'll probably post on Facebook as usual the night before the Oscars, which will be after the BAFTAs, after the Spirit Awards. We've already had Critics' Choice, we've already had SAG, we've already had the other guilds, Golden Globes. Anyway, a sort of list of my favorite films. And This is a baseline for this show too, I guess. You know what I think of movies. If people ask what movies I like and like what's my favorite genre, I'm like, if I had to pick a genre to watch a whole bunch of movies, I'd probably say like slasher films, but that's, I don't watch that many anymore. And I think there's only two of them on this list. Anyway, in mostly no particular order Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, The Fisher King, Groundhog Day, Heat, Punch Drunk Love, Adaptation, Halloween, Sing Street, Fight Club, Highlander, The Player, Zero Effect, Chaplin, Exotica, The Princess Bride, Ed Wood, Cujo, Lone Star, Rigsby Bear, Dead Poet Society, Twelve Monkeys, by the way the TV version of Twelve Monkeys, also really good. Cube, despite really bad dialogue, it's awesome. Anomalisa, The Truman Show, Life is a House, Everything is Illuminated, Into the Wild, Blade Runner, and for me, that's really any version of Blade Runner, by the way. I'll take it with or without the voiceover. Stories We Tell, The Grey, The Spitfire Girl. By the way, the stage musical, if you get the chance to see it, is awesome. Changes the ending, arguably makes it better, but I still like the movie. The Outsiders, even though some of the cheesiness of the book comes out way too much in the movie. It's a great movie. Dancer in the dark. Can Memento. Barley, Moulin Rouge, Bake it, it. Seven. Bullworth. Um, Stand by me. Gumbo. Almost famous. Pan fried. Pie. Bean fried. Stir fried. fish. Natural born killers. Lemon shrimp. Say anything. Coconut shrimp. Free enterprise. Shrimp. Solar opposite. Dogville. Dave made a maze. In the Mouth of Madness, Bottle Rocket, Breaking the Waves, Magnolia, Shortcuts, The Ring, The Shawshank Redemption, Goodwill Hunting, Fargo, Shrimp Soup, Shrimp Stew, Shrimp Salad, Demon Knight, Shrimp and Potatoes, Shrimp Burger, Shrimp Sandwich, Lord of the Rings, The Whole Trilogy, Mad Max, all four of them, Star Wars, at least the original few, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and God Spoke, The Making of, Shakespeare in Love, The Blair Witch Project, Crumb, Terms of Endearment, The Sweet Hereafter, Taxi Driver, Dolores Claiborne, The Usual Suspects, The Matrix, Rob Royce, Swingers.
0: That's, that's about it.
1: Alien, I'll say, Tetralogy, but the ending of 4 is kind of dumb. But I'm one of those people who actually really likes 3. And then you got things like the Raiders, uh, the Indiana Jones movies, which, hmm, it's a whole different discussion. What's wrong with those as they go? Um, you might have noticed there were no Tarantino films on that list. I used to put Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs on top lists, but the more I get annoyed with his tics, the more I kind of retroactively dislike movies of his that I liked before, because now I watch them and I see them differently. Similarly, The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable used to make it onto these lists. And I think I even put Signs on at one point when the list was over 100 movies. And This might be over 100 movies, I didn't count. These are handwritten right now, what I'm doing on my desk with a dry erase marker. But uh, like Tarantino, I sort of see Shyamalan's tics more. And so his movies, when I go back to them, aren't as good. And then you got actor things that are problematic a little. Like I already said, The Usual Suspects. And Seven. American Beauty would be on here as well. But it's hard sometimes to disconnect the leads, the actors from their... Or the directors, for that matter. From their problematic lives. Braveheart used to be on lists like this. I still have Rob Roy on there, which was came out around the same time, similar themes, related subject matter. Now, would any of these 24 that I listed this year make it on the list? Think so. I mean, if the list just keeps getting longer, then certainly I Lost My Body stays on there uncut gems, sure. Western Stars, I think. At Astra maybe Parasite. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of Parasite, I should have included The Host on this list. Snowpiercer. So many movies that I forget. could do an entire other episode on movies I didn't include in this list. Maybe I'll do that next week. And maybe it'll have reactions to the Oscars, although I don't know if I will be able to do the timing for that right. My picks quickly. Picks, not predictions. Of the best picture nominees, I'd say Parasite. Actress in a leading role, Renee Zellweger. Actor in a leading role, Joaquin Phoenix. Director? Ugh. I'd say Bong Joon-ho. Maybe San Mendes. If any of the other three win, I'm going to be upset. That being said, supporting role goes to Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'll be okay with that. I think I'd prefer it to go to Tom Hanks. Actress in a supporting role? hmm Given what they had to do... Within the role, I'd say I'd be okay with Laura Dern, and she might be the one who's going to win. But I think Margot Robbie and Kathy Bates put more effort in. This was something. Thank you for listening. This has been Cock and Bowl Minute, a Tristram Shandy story. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cock Bowl Minute, or find us in the Facebook listeners group, Cock and Bowl Pub. Find more content at lemmingdrops.com.